Welcome to Decom Divas with Jana, and I have a special return guest. Hi, Sean. Hi, Jana. How's it going? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Happy to be back. Yay! Yay! Um, so we were just discussing how Sean um, is I, in the background of this um, Skype that we're doing. His little turtle is swimming around. Oh, he, ju he just made it up onto his dock. He's sunning. He's sunbathing. Wait, is that kind of what he's doing? Like when he's up, not in the water? Yeah, yeah. So he'll stay because he's an aquatic turtle. What they do is because they're in the water so much that like algae and like kind of gross stuff can grow on them. So mm -hmm. what they do is they'll bask out in the sun and that'll dry it out and make sure that they don't get like sick or anything. Aww. Mm. Oh, it's cool that turtles know how to take care of themselves. I guess we do too, but like that seems so efficient. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to wonder like how far the instincts go or like how much it tells them. Yeah, I, that is a great way of putting it. Um, <laughs> so turtle talk, Sean, what has been interesting you these days? <laughs> What's been interesting? Uh, that's a good question. Um, currently doing a show. Um, yeah, yeah. Currently doing a show. I would say come see first date downtown San Diego. Um, but by the time this comes out, I don't think that's going to be it going on. It will be over. Further. It um, will be over. Yes. Yeah. There's that. But you had a great time. Having a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yes. met some met some really cool people. Um, yes. You know that's. Uh, that's why I love doing it. You know, you get to interact and meet a lot of cool people with yeah. people who like love acting, you know, um, yeah. also love performing, all that kind of stuff. People with a passion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's interesting. Um, oh, Sean. Hey, I don't know if you want to share this on the podcast, but uh, are you also traveling anywhere anytime soon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in a couple days, uh, I'm going to be going to <gasps> Ireland. Um, <gasps> Oh my god which kind of fulfills your quest after your quest that's not the right word no, I fulfills... think quest is the perfect word okay fulfills your quest having been on the luck of the irish episode <laughs> my goal is i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna see how accurate that film was yes. even though all of it takes place in michigan <laughs> yes. oh wait no they're from ohio aren't they no, they're... <laughs> i think we said that about 70 times in that episode oh my god I, um that yeah. was a plot point that was a plot point that they're not yes. in any well they do go to ireland at one point but yes. it's like a big grassy field um, so is it ireland probably not but there are irish people in it and that's what matters the most that's exactly what matters the most or yeah. if you're going by that movie's message what matters is it doesn't matter where you came from or what your heritage is. If you live in America, you're American. You're an American, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Wait, so you're going there. It's like part of the reason why is like get in touch with your um with your heritage. Uh, kind, kind of. Um, okay. So obviously, like the family line goes back to Ireland. That's where most of my ancestors come from. Yes. Um. I think um, I, I I think my parents definitely like to go like go immerse yourself in that culture go learn where we came from you know yeah um, and I mean it certainly would be cool to like you know sort of go back that far um, they they visited it once um, before I was born and so oh. now like 22 years later um, they're gonna they're gonna go back and see what's changed you know this time oh. I'm I'm there yeah oh oh my god um so. I guess since this is like 
here second time on the podcast. I wanted to ask you about the world of Disney Channel original movies, which is what I did this podcast about since, and please be honest, since you were on the episode you were on last, have you watched any DCOMs? Other than uh, this one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in the past year. The only ones I've watched are Luck of the Irish and then this one, you wish. Um, so I haven't I haven't watched any other ones since since Luck of the Irish, unfortunately. Yes. So out of the two you've seen, what do you think of this movie making style? Um you know, ultimately I think it's pretty harmless. Um because okay. <laughs> sometimes their ideas can get like kind of cool and creative. Um oh, yeah. the plots the plots can be predictable. I think it's like pretty innocent, like family stuff. Um I I don't I don't think I have a I have a problem with it you know I don't yeah. um, there are some merits to him um, in some respects they can be cheap but once again I think I think they're pretty innocent um, and if other people like them then that's you know that's awesome um, yeah you know I didn't I did not dislike Luck of the Irish or this movie you know okay um, I'm glad to hear that yeah it's just you can definitely tell they're aimed at a younger audience. Um, yes. And you definitely, like, at least for me, I kind of get a nostalgic vibe whenever I watch one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because, like, this one was 2003, so I was still I was still too young for it, you know? I think, like, sort of that direct-to-TV, um, low-budget movie of the, of this caliber, you know, yeah. um, is definitely something I grew up with, you know? So it's like... Yeah! Yeah, it's... okay, that kind of makes me happy that you liked, uh, you, you grew up around these... Is that, like because that's what you watched or like from the people around you um uh, mostly people around me um yeah. and it was also just like you know it's it's halloween turn on the tv and see all the cool made for made for tv movies you know mm -hmm. yeah um and and just stuff like that you know all the holidays um because it was something that like you don't see at any other point in the year you know i think yeah. it just kind of delivered this idea that like oh, crap, they're showing a movie. This is a big deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think by making it an event, um, you definitely make it more special, more memorable, I think yeah. is the right word. Yeah, even if the movie isn't that good, you got, like, it's exciting. Exactly. It's an event. It's something happening. So do you... I We kind of talked about, like, your feelings, nostalgia, perspective on, like, the late 90s, early... Well, more late 90s. Remember, we were talking about The Matrix um, and Jurassic Park. But, yeah, what... Um, when you think about movies from the early 2000s, let's say move forward a few years, what do you think of? Uh, oh, man, movies from the early 2000s. Um, yeah. I feel like the movies that come to mind for me immediately are, like, Underworld, you know? Underworld. Underworld. That was the... <laughs> following in the in the in the steps of the matrix it was like that super um edgy series about werewolves versus vampires you know everybody's clad oh. in leather you know wait let um, me look this up underworld that was a movie it was like a there were like five or six of them um oh okay who is this lady kate beckinsale yeah yeah okay. yeah and one of the guys from Lord of the Rings. Okay, I see. Yeah, I feel like th these movies especially really epitomize the um, 
the, the design philosophy of the early 2000s, you know, yeah, you know? Yeah. make it cool, make it stylish. Um, yeah. And sort of like, when I think back on early 2000 movies, I definitely think more about these like dark, um, grittier films um, that came out where things physically looked dark, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and they were, you know, meant to, meant to look cool, meant to be awesome, you know? And like, yeah. I think at the time it might have been seen as cheap, you know, um, but <laughs> once again, it's the rule of cool, you know, it, it was cool. It might have gotten you a little hyped up then. You can watch it now and you can still say like, you can appreciate that it may look stupid by today's standards, but back then everybody thought, oh man, this is, this is the coolest, you know, this is the shit. Well, so do you think that's like the marker of cool is that like if something is cool now, it has to not be cool later. That's what makes it of the moment. Like it has to not age well inherently. That, you know, that's a really interesting point you bring up because I think there are certain tropes and things that will always be cool. And okay. then you've got certain things that, like you said, become less cool with age you know yeah and you mm -hmm. look back on it and you go oh wow that was a phase you know yeah which is fine i don't i mean ultimately that's what we should all be doing things for we should never do things to look or act cool it should yeah. because shouldn't like ideally nobody's cool because when people are cool does that mean other people have to be uncool is it kind of like how it like order for certain people to be rich as someone has to be poor making their cell phones i don't know we don't have to get into this but very philosophical i don't know Jenna. i usually don't go this territory. way we are no, it's very so insightful. thank you and on that note um Actually, okay, I was going to go to something very uninsightful, but I don't think, I think this is also kind of insightful in a certain way. So hmm. do you have, other than the 90s, 2000s, and current day media, movies, music, TV, fashion, if you will, what is a time in the past eras of life, of media as we know it, that you have nostalgia for? You know, that's a tough one. I feel with like what we have now, um, and all these big budget films with all these crazy um, CGI effects, you know. I think back then when the technology simply wasn't there as much, um, it, going to a film and seeing really cool things might have been even like more like rewarding or more mind blowing, you know. Um, yeah. I think mostly just just kind of old movies, you know, old yeah. like old blockbuster action films. You know? like I really like John Carpenter movies. He did like uh, he did the thing. Oh, he did the Halloween movies, so like. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, the whole okay. Slasher genre, you know, is very nostalgic. Um, he's seventy-four years old. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. I have. Uh, we should have a movie night where we watch Halloween. I think that'd be fun. I watched yeah. fifteen or twenty minutes of it when I was sixteen, and I walked out the door. I couldn't do it. But you I'm. Uh, it. You know. Was it too scary, or you didn't like uh, it? Oh, okay. This is how far I got. I got to the part where she's in the car, and then he like, or who? Someone's in the car, and then like he like puts his uh -oh. like, he like strangles her. I, after that, I was like, uh, that's probably like a half hour at most. Um, I was too scared. Yeah. Uh, but mm. I think I can take it now. Are were you you so you weren't a fan of like the old like horror slasher? I movies? never watched them growing up at all, and it's not that I wasn't a fan. I just didn't like. There was no one in my life showing it to me because I think to be interested in those, like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of times it's someone shows it to you. Mm -hmm. And back then, the, they were terrible writing. I mean, I don't know yeah. if they're. It's like I know there are still shitty ones, but like back when I was in high school, like the writing and like horror movies were horrific like they were so 
like I could have written it. I don't know. Anyway, it seems like the horror theme has gone better. Am I incorrect? You watch way more of this than I do. Um, yes and no. Um, okay. I think like with like sort of the slasher genre, even back then when they started pumping out sequels for all of them, they got the idea of this is not going to be high art. This is something that makes money. Okay. So they're going to, it's going to be very violent and there's going to yeah. be a lot of sex in it. Um, yeah. And I think it was very much sort of just appealing to that demographic. So it was definitely something where it was like, I personally don't think it would have been anything that ever scared me. It was just sort of something that they would pump out one of these movies like every year, you know, in these long franchises. And, you know, it was just like, it's the same thing. Um, but people really enjoyed it and it kept making money. So they kept making them. For better insight, I recommend the movie Cabin in the Woods. Um, I have seen Cabin in the Woods. I think that's one of the best deconstructions it's of very, horror movie genres. I, yeah, I really liked that. Um, we, we smile because Cabin in the Woods is a song in Evil Dead. Cabin in the Woods, Cabin in the Woods, yeah! <laughs> um, but, uh, very jolly song. Very foreboding song, however, because it predicts everything that happens in the show, kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. Um, yeah, which is like that whole show is very on the nose. Um, yeah. But in in the like best of ways, I guess kind of like some horror movies, it knows what it is, and like that's a good mm -hmm. thing, I think. Do you have a favorite musical other than Evil Dead? Like, what are some that you enjoy? I, man, that's a tough question. I guess I have a little nostalgia for Carrie the musical, just because I did yeah. it in high school. You did. Um, you play? I was I was Tommy. Yeah. Oh my god. I was, he had a I little was, love song. He had a he had several love songs. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that show. Loved 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 acting in it. You know, I did not yeah. love his songs though. Um, okay. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of musicals that like I respect and I like watching. Um, mm -hmm. Like I love um, I love Little Shop of Horrors. Um, that's a great one. I've seen that a couple times. Um, You'd be a really good Seymour. And I've thought about this before, not just now, but I was thinking about that show the other day and i was like wait what like who would be better at being seymour than sean oh oh thank you <laughs> but uh to be honest um the live theater that i really love um and enjoy i really love cirque de soleil um oh i had no idea you do yeah yeah huge fan of cirque oh, um cool is I that what they that call it stuff. the insiders call it cirque yeah we on the inside call it cirque no <laughs> circus of the sun um i wish i was on the inside i had a you were on the wait you had a what oh i had a um mental breakdown is too harsh of a word but i had this phase in like my first semester at college of like nope join in Cirque de Soleil screw all this you know wait when I was um, a kid I always thought whenever I was doing particularly bad in school I would say I'm gonna run away to the circus because I've always been very flexible and I did gymnastics but yeah wait so with that like in college you that's when you started thinking this is for me yeah I, I was just first quarter in college um not doing good and I'm just like screw it whatever this stuff is cool that might be a fun way to live yeah oh my god Cirque de Soleil crazy um, I guess we'll kind of move on to starting to talk about um, this movie. So I just thought that I would ask you to be on the episode for this movie called You Wish because for some reason the vibe of it like was like, oh, I feel like Sean would be good for that. And 
This plotline also has a lucky coin, just like oh, Luck of the Irish. Coin. Yeah, so do you have any ties to magical coins at all, or is this the world's biggest coincidence? <laughs> world's biggest coincidence. Um, <laughs> I, I never had a lucky coin. I mean, I knew, like, growing up that, like, you know, there were some people who did. For me, it was always a lucky flannel. Um, oh, you have a lucky flannel. Yeah. Do you still have it? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I'll... I'll I'll break that bad boy out in only the most dire situations, but oh, um, yeah, yeah. I never, I never had a lucky coin. Was that? Did you ever have any like lucky, lucky charms, um, uh, if you will? Hmm. No. Um. I didn't. There was nothing because you want to have like, oh, I wear these shoes, and every time I do, I run the fastest mile, or I get an A on the test, or like mm -hmm. the everything seems to go my way. Um. But. No, I don't think I ever have. And I've tried so many things because I always thought of myself as an unlucky person in. OK, I'm very lucky in life. I'm very, very lucky to have been in have all the things that have happened to me happen to me. But I'm unlucky in the sense that, like, I feel like I always get last in everything. Like anytime someone calls a class or calls an order of things, I'm always last. Mm -hmm. And I'll walk outside and I just did my hair and spent an hour on it. And then it, I, as soon as I get outside, it rains. So I felt like unlucky. So nothing I ever did worked as far as luck charms go. I, I made that super long. So your lucky flannel, that is your one good luck charm. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily know how those lucky items come into being, you know? Yeah. Um, I definitely think that like, I'm not, I'm not trying to get like super spiritual um, oh, you on here, you know, but I like, I, whatever. Think, like, I think like if you have something that you consider like a, a lucky charm, um, having that and sort of believing it, like, you know, that might just kind of give you that confidence and reassurance that what you're looking for is going to happen. So I don't know, maybe that plays into manifestation. Um, maybe, yeah. It's just I, that you're open to the world. You're a little more open, you know, you have a little yeah. bit more of a positive like look on the world. It's kind of like when like, you get your fortune told and they say bad things are going to happen to you and you start noticing bad things because you're looking yeah. for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's when you're expecting something, it's very easy. It's very easy to sort of point it out. Um, yes. So you wish. Um, you wish. So I, in my childhood as a 2000s kid, I consider this movie very star-studded, but do you, youngin? What do you think? Is this? Did you recognize people from this movie? Um, I noticed the kid who played Stevie. Um, yes. He was he was a child actor in a couple of the Santa Claus films. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, I feel like there are other Spencer people. Spencer Breslin. Um, yeah. Okay. So the main character Alex is played by AJ Troth. He is from Even Stevens. Did you ever watch that show? Have you seen an episode? Do you know what I'm talking about? I've heard of it. I do not know okay. anything about it, though. Okay. It's got a very recognizable name. Uh, Even Stevens? Yes. Even Stevens. Yeah. The mm -hmm. rhyme. Um, Always got a rhyme. Um, and Lelaine, the Abby, um, she is plays uh, Lizzie's best friend in Lizzie McGuire. But did you recognize her at all? Y yes. I, oh, okay. I've seen her before. I didn't know who she was. But um, I'm just like, I, I swear I've seen that person before. Yeah. So the little bit of a trip, um, Miranda, 
from Liz McGuire, her best friend in the show disappears halfway through the second season. Mm -hmm. And everyone has their theories as to why, because she hasn't been super public about it. I found out like recently that supposedly the reason why she left was to do this movie. Really? You think she left a show for this one film? Yeah, which like it's a hugely successful show. And is this a hugely successful movie? Uh, I don't know about that. But yeah, so it's an interesting choice. I don't know. I mean, I think people leave when they're tired of a character, but it was only two seasons. But anyway, I digress. How well acted do you think this movie is? Um, I think I think everybody did a fine job. I don't have any problems with that. Like even the even the kid actor, you know, I thought I thought he did fine. Um, okay. I take that back. I think the delivery on that one popular girl just feels a little stilted. Um, yeah. No. No. Nobody I mean, talks that way. She ended up being a Power Ranger. So. Like, oh, she did. Yeah, both she. I, I was doing some some research on the film. Really, um, she was. Like, a is power her name Ranger. Emily Lahana? Yeah. She. Yeah, both her and then the kid who played um, James, the the main character's best friend. Um, both of those people would go on to be Power Rangers. Right. Um, so I wonder if they got the job because of each other because of each other yeah that's what yeah. i was thinking i mean it's like one of only two things they talk about on imdb yeah um by the way this movie was filmed in new zealand did you know that no i didn't um, yeah which like makes sense because it's pretty green in the background yeah, yeah. um and both those characters you just mentioned the char actors are actually from new zealand um so i guess back in the movie um this movie premiered on January 10th, 2003. So I think this is the first 2003 movie we're doing. We got it out of 2002. Do you know what you were doing on January 10th, 2003, Sean? What was I doing January 10th, 2003? Um, I guess I would have been two at the time. Um, maybe eating? Eating, yeah. crying, sleeping. Who knows? I might have been watching this movie. Really? Know. Yeah, you could yeah. be. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into you wish. With an exclamation part uh, point. Oh yeah, you wish. Okay, so what are the first things that stood out to you about this movie? Like, what? Give me the gist. What is the main character's Alex? What is he like? What is Alex like? So he's a pre. Okay, so this is a point of praise that I do have to give the movie. Um, yeah. So it definitely falls into sort of predictable plot lines about like, okay. oh, this is a appreciate what you have sort of movie, yes. you know. Um, Alex is a pretty believable teenager, you know. It's you like, think so? I think, he, yeah, I think he's pretty believable. And the main like, the main source of praise I have for this film is that like, his relationship with Stevie, his younger brother, is um, pretty well fleshed out. Um, I think so too. Actually, yeah. like, yeah, I really agree. He's like in in most of these like oh I wish this person never existed sort of films you know yeah. the first chunk of the movie is devoted to how much of a burden this person is on this other person's life you know yeah um and how much they hate him and how awful they are but I want to say the opening part of this movie is about fifty fifty split between like the brothers enjoying and loving each other you know um and being happy and then the other part is them being frustrated with one another you know. So yeah. I think it just better represented sort of the sibling dynamic where it's like, it's the same thing with any family, you know, it's like, you love them, you know, but they can, they can drive you crazy sometimes. And sometimes you get really angry with them. Um, and I think the movie did a very good job uh, sort of highlighting that where it's like, 
it's very it's clear that he loved his younger brother it's just at the point he was at in his life he was just very frustrated and very angry but um it did go out of its way to say that like oh no he did care about his brother um yeah though they did they did a lot of back and forth of like love hate in the beginning before he finds the coin to wish that he had never had a brother like they yeah no i agree with everything you said and i like i think that part of it is because aj troth the main character does a really i think he i think is a really good actor a very natural actor i'd say yeah yeah um i get oh i guess a brief like plot summary of the movie is that like um you got these siblings um alex and, and stevie and you know they, they got they got they butt heads sometimes but they do care about each other and then one day alex is so fed up with it and he finds this magic coin that his brother gives him and he wishes that he didn't have a younger brother, and then he sees how both his and his brother's lives would have been different. Yes. Ultimately, is sort of just being like, they both got their ups and their downs, but ultimately, I think I would rather just have the life that I had. So the the rest of the movie is devoted to getting the coin back and undoing the wish. Yeah, but, um, okay, so he finds this coin, makes the wish. He actually bought this coin from this very eccentric coin shop owner uh what did you think of larry played by the guy who plays ray and sister sister have you heard of sister sister i have heard of sister sister oh okay okay did you ever watch it uh no (laughs) okay he okay so larry the coin guy plays the dad in it he is very sweet in that show and he's very sweet in this movie what did you think of coin guy i like i mean i liked coin guy he seemed like a nice chill guy um yes i it definitely was kind of weird that he owned a shop entirely devoted to coins. He gives the little brother the coin because he saves him from falling. Oh, um, I forgot about that plot line. Okay. Yeah. And in that exchange, like it kind of sets up for later plot of like, he said, what is like, what, okay, do you remember the line? It's something like, what is all a kid wants these days? And he's like, to be on TV. Do you remember that part? Oh, yeah, yeah. What What is it you want? Well, I want to be on TV. And he's just like, oh, I can't really get you on TV. Um, but here's a coin. And and Make later he does because when in this alternate reality, he is a famous child actor named Terrence Russell McCormick. What did you think of Terrence Russell McCormick? Um, I think it's really funny that they portrayed the child actor lifestyle in a very negative light considering yeah. that we're with Disney Channel. Um, I know. Yeah, that I is that pretty, pretty crazy. Funny. Is like they house so many child stars. So like, yeah, I, I didn't even think about it in that way. I did think about it in the sense that like Spencer Breslin, the actor playing him, like I'm like, is this what his life actually was like? So yeah. this, like, which made, I mean, yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, but I do think it's like interesting that like when Alex made the wish, the wish also sort of granted the one that Stevie wanted. So ah, yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was like interesting. Um, I think so too. Another thing that like I do have to give a point to the movie is that like for Alex, the the change isn't entirely negative. Um, no, he wakes up and he's got he's the most popular kid in school. He's on the football team and he's got a beautiful girlfriend who was the mean girl who's super mean to him before. But yeah, what did you think of new Alex? New, I, I like that the main thing he notices was his hair. What did was you think? yeah Uh, yeah i know i thought that was pretty funny um yeah but yeah when he wakes up after making the wish you know um one thing that i noticed is that like one of the first things he does is looks for the coin again which is like in my eyes sort of like 
oh, I didn't really realize that this was going to have big ramifications. Maybe I'm yeah. going to change that again, you know? And then when he realizes he doesn't have the coin and then notices that Stevie's on the TV, he does this kind of interesting thing where he, like, he's just like, well, I don't really know if I can put this back the way that it is, so I might as well try and rationalize this, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of like the butterfly effect type of thing. I mean, not yeah. that deep, but like in his new reality, like his best friends, James and Abby, they don't want anything to do with him in this new reality. And he's actually, it seems like the person he was before he showed up in this reality was a jerk. Yeah, what did you think of his persona in the alternate world? Um, you know, I think it's interesting that, like, he came into that new persona as his old self, you know? Yeah, so I think that's there interesting, was this too, yeah. entire history of a life that he has no idea about, you know? Yeah. He has yeah. no idea what his past self did to make everybody, everybody like him and then hate him, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I thought that was a really like, I mean I wouldn't call it original because I feel like that's happened in a lot of other movies, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they definitely sort of like draw attention to that of like I don't know what I did to like make all these people like me um, or hate me, and then I also think the movie had like a really nice message, um, I guess to go along with that, you know, because it it definitely it definitely like linked into what he wanted, you know, like. Yeah. The surface level wish was, I wish I didn't have a brother right now. But the underground wishes were just like, I wish I was a little more popular. And I wish that I had better social rep, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah. So both of those wishes got fulfilled in different ways, you know? But I think by fulfilling those underground wishes, it kind of brings to light a really good message about, like, know who to invest your time and energy in. There are some people you're pulling out all these messages that I didn't pick up on. Yeah, that's like that really is an important part or important takeaway. Yeah, like I've definitely been in that situation before where it's like you see people and you see how they interact and you think, damn, those people got it going on. Yeah, they're they're such good friends. Um, You're only seeing the very tip of the iceberg, you know, you're not seeing the whole story. So it's very easy to go damn, I wish I was those people. I wish I knew those people and were friends with them, you know? Yeah. And then you put yourself in that situation where you're, whatever you do, and you do become friends with them, and you realize, oh, shit, these people are bad. <laughs> it, it, isn't, it isn't to say that looking at an outside friend group, you're never, ever going to get along with them, you know? Um, sometimes um, what you see on the surface can be more indicative of, like, what it's actually going to be like to hang out with them, and sometimes it works out, and that's great. Um, But other times, I think if you don't have the full story or you really don't take the time to get to know those people, um, then it's it's definitely going to be in a situation where it's just this wasn't what I was expecting at all. Yeah. um, Do you ever think like or do you ever wonder if anyone has looked at you in that way? uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's very interesting sort of like to look back and see like what impact you've had on other people. I, um, that is and, really weird. Yeah. Cause I don't think about that for myself in particular, because I assume like, I, I would like to assume that I don't have an impact on other people so that if I find out I do, I'm like, Oh, that's a pleasant surprise. But yeah, for you, like, have you had moments like that where people told you, well, you know, Sean, like I have always thought you were really cool and I'm so glad I got, or like you influenced me in this specific way. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that's happened. Um, in in an opposite way if you've had situations like that and then over time the 
relationship sort of faded, you know, it can it can be a little more like it's more of a bittersweet feeling, you know. But then like you, you can't help but wonder like did I have a, did I also have a negative impact on these people, you know? Well, that's interesting. That's a really interesting thing to talk about because that's actually happened to me a lot where someone really praises you, really thinks you're great and you're great friends or whatever. And then uh, it almost seems like the thing that they liked about you or what they're excited about, like really wears off. And then eventually like they don't seem to have any excitement about you. And yeah, like the relationship does peter out and you're like, what happened to all the great things you thought about me? I don't know. Has that happened to you? Before? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that that's happened. And I also think it's sort of an important thing to experience, you know, because yeah, it really, really does hammer home about it. Yeah that you know your your actions have consequences um in good and bad ways you know so it's like be be wise in your decisions um strive to like make it so that you don't leave negative impacts and it can it can and it can be sad to think back on um or it can be a good thing you know if those relationships have been maintained yeah, which I think is interesting. I guess going back to this movie, the dynamics of his new life are interesting. And I guess like pretty quickly he realizes he's really missing out. Uh, missing having a little brother. He keeps seeing yeah. things like little brothers hanging out in real life and on TV. And he is um, very overwhelmed by this thing he's now lacking in his life. So he goes track down his former brother now tv star terrence on a show called where's stevie which is funny because that's his name in the actual world but yeah so when he tracks him down he's like dressed as a chicken what did you think of their whole meeting and the way that terrence comes off at first um i definitely think they wanted to give off the impression of like a spoiled kid actor you know but i guess because he's in such like an apathetic um environment you know I think it's definitely supposed to like come across as like this is a product of his environment rather than who he is, which definitely comes across later because the more time that the, the child star spends with his former brother, you know, he becomes he becomes much more mellow, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they end up like going to hang out at a park and kind of he convinces uh, Terrence that of their former life together. And like we just like Terrence pretty easily like believe him. I don't know if it's necessary that he just easily believes him. I think it's more that, like, my own life sucks, so why not? Let's go along with ah, this. Ah, yeah. Um, or at least yeah. that was the vibe I was getting from it. What did you think of his relationship with Abby? Um, in the beginning, there's a part where she's like, hey, do you want to go skating? And he's like, oh, no, I can't. And then when she leaves, he's like, yeah, she wants to go skating alone. What did you think of, like, that budding romance or whatever they're implying? Yeah, it's definitely an interesting dynamic because, like, it's clear that Abby definitely likes Alex, but Alex kind of has um, feelings for this other chick who's in a relationship, yeah. you know, which is like... At the beginning like, of the movie and then becomes his girlfriend in this alternate universe. Right, yeah. Who ends up being very mean in both worlds, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, she's, she's dreadful, which is yeah. like... I know, like, simping for somebody who just kind of seems apathetic towards you is one thing. But yeah. then simping for someone who is openly hostile to you, I think, yeah. is something else. Where it's like, dude, she was really mean to you and uh, on multiple different occasions. Um, what's, why, why do you still like her? But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that's another situation that some people are in that I yeah. just haven't experienced. <laughs> well, so have you ever liked someone who you found it appealing how mean they were? Is that not usually what you're, you're going for? That's not usually what I'm going for. 
yeah in my experience if someone's mean to you then that's like a pretty telling sign of like you know what? i'm gonna get, i'm gonna give this person their space you know so i thought that was i thought that was an interesting um dynamic and then obviously like towards the end the two of them um they grow I closer guess he, you know yeah he does ask her if you want to go if skating go just the skate. two of us a lot of roller skating in this movie if you're wondering what type we're talking about roller skating is what we're talking about Lots or bla blading 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 yes oh my mistake yes sorry um but yeah are you do you blade i think i've definitely asked you this before because i roller skate and our friend Brittany does as well but do you i i do not um I can't remember if this happened to me or if it happened to my sister. I was pretty young, but the, the yeah. one time I went to like a, a roller rink or whatever, you know, I was pretty yeah. young and one of us completely ate shit and then oh. we, the pants got ripped, you know? So oh, yeah. it was like, oh, well, <laughs> add insult to injury. Um, yes. and, then, and then you'll leave the roller rink in shame. Um, once and again, I can't remember who that. Yeah, and then you just don't come back. Um, so yeah, I roller skated a couple times when I was younger, but I don't. Yeah. It, it never really stuck with me. It's not something you would not go out and invest ninety dollars in some cute roller skates. No, I don't. I don't think I would. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fine. I understand. No, but roller skating is like it's it's really cool. It's definitely seen like sort of a resurgence. You know, I see a lot of people yeah. in the bay. It's definitely a very cool. I don't want to say statement. You know, but very like, cool. I mean, I don't know. I guess a lot of people think it's very uncool. But like we said, does cool matter? It shouldn't. Well, uh, if you like it, man, and it's not hurting anybody, then you do it, man. You yes. Do it. Hell yeah. So I guess this movie kind of ends with like, eventually he finds the coin again. He wishes for his old life back and he gets his old life back reunited with his brother. And it's joyous and it ends with them skating. You know, hence the long conversation about skating. But yeah, so what did you think of this, uh, the way this movie wrapped up? It has a whole pluses and bonuses. You can be as hard on it as you like um i think the i think the ending is a little like i, I don't want to say coincidental you know but like going into it i'm just like okay what's gonna be like the big like set piece sort of because in luck of the irish it was i'm gonna break into my dad's my grandpa's factory you know yeah. gonna go on a car chase to get the coin back and then we're gonna have a big sports game to decide the fate of the world or whatever yeah. um in this one it was like and to go to the guy who sold me the coin, he doesn't have it. Well, <laughs> shit. Yeah, why did he not have to have it? I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't very exciting. And, like, the amount of time spent looking for this coin. Um, I don't, yeah, it's just not very, like, it doesn't have a lot of depth to it, I guess. I think you're, is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, it really is just kind of like, oh, man, go to the, we're going to try the first place we can think of to find the coin. It's not there. Well, we're fucked, you know? And then, like, yeah. five minutes later, the dad's just like, I bought this coin at a shop, yes, you know, yeah. and it's like, it just so happened to be the coin you needed. And it's like, you know, maybe that's the universe's way of saying like, okay, cool. You've, you've learned your lesson. Here you go. But it's definitely like that plot was very, it, the ending is very forced. It's very given. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very coincidental. Um, it felt unearned, but once again, maybe that was the point. Um, maybe it was like, you know, you, you're getting a little more in touch with yourself and recognizing what you had. So, you know, here you go. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think like, that's, yeah, yeah I, I think that's well put. I, um, I, I don't know. I think, like, I actually really did enjoy this movie. I definitely enjoyed watching it. My boyfriend watched some of it with me, and he enjoyed it, and he's not, like, a Disney Channel person. But, like, mm. yeah, it's, 
I don't know. I thought it was an easy watch and like kind of I, I think it's like the acting and the heartfeltness and the um, yeah. like you said, the relationship between the brothers and between the friend, the girlfriend, gal friend, I should say, mm-hmm. um, is I don't know. I thought that really added to the movie and made the kind of lack of plot or lack of originality kind of better. Yeah, because um, it because it is a very standard plot, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As the as the movie went along, I was half expecting them to like find this massive coin factory and like break into it, you know, and sneak. Yeah, past the dog. yeah, yeah. I'm just like that's the most Disney Channel thing I can think of. Absolutely. <laughs> just yeah. based off of Luck of the Irish. Um, yeah. But no, it's just it was a very I don't want to say anticlimactic, but I it was it was just let's look for the coin, coin it here. Uh, well, give up. Um, but yeah, I think that like for, for as predictable as the plot was and for as anticlimactic as the ending was, um, the, both the messages and the delivery of, um, of just the whole story I thought was like, it it was good. You know, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. Who would you say your favorite character is? Um, I, probably Alex or Abby. I, I thought Alex was pretty, pretty believable as a character, you know? Yeah, he wasn't like super over the top, you know, um, and neither was Abby. I thought they were both pleasant characters. I thought Alex, for, for as weird as the situation was, I think he handled it in probably the best way he could, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't like, obviously he freaked out, but he didn't go nuts, you know, and he just kind of rolled with the punches as they came. I think you could tell that like this kid had had a lot of experience because like he took a character that didn't have a lot to him and made him a little more lived in. Uh, I think like that happened with a lot of like the characters in this movie because like there's a lot of times where like someone will say a line. I'm like, oh, God, that's like really the best they could come up with. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The the writing was really cringy, but like the people who a lot of the actors were good enough to not the popular girl, but like not the uh, no, not the popular girl. And the, the boys are like no, not the Power Rangers. Sorry, better off with a suit on. But yeah, I uh, yeah, some of them didn't do quite well. But I don't know. Yeah, did you think the writing was shitty? The writing beats and plot points hit the same thing. But I think there are, like, a lot of things that, like, I think the movie does do right. Like, like the one thing that, like, I was saying with, like, where you're just, like, right now, I wish I didn't have a brother, you know? I mm-hmm. think that, like, that that showed some maturity on Alex's yeah. part. So, like, yeah. I don't know if that was just something that the actor added. If it was, good for him. I know. Um, I kind of, now that you're saying it, I kind of hope that he did. Yeah, I really, I really yeah. hope that was, that was a decision by him. Yes, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think the um, I think the writing was fine. It was serviceable for like what the movie was. And I think that more more so the actor's portrayal definitely helped. Um, I think it could have been a little more heavy handed, which I'm um, thankful that it was not. Yeah, Um, it was just I feel like it was just a lot more like presentable um, and maybe realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad that they didn't go more over the top with it, which I think a lot of actors and directors would have. I think they this was handled as well as it could have been. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. So I guess now we'll move on to the fashion in this movie, um, which I had a ton of notes for. What did you think of the fashion? Um, I definitely think the fashion was less notable than it was in Luck of the Irish. Um, Really? Uh, once again, the, um, the the main girl character, I think, had the most notable fashion 
She choices. had a bold choices in fashion. Yes. Yeah, bold choices. She had yes. she had jackets. Um, oh yeah, so many fur lined jackets, so many big collars, so many necklaces, mm. so many hats, so many skirts that were like down to the knee and like jagged and like a bunch of layers, like she, so many patterns and colors at once. Like I really oh, liked her yeah. style. And the wings in her hair too. Oh yeah, she had that haircut. Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it's like short, but it like flips out a ton at the Flips bottom. out, it's yeah. Very, very two thousand, and I am shocked because that was huge. Like that, like so many people had that. So many young girls had that hairstyle. I'm so surprised that that hasn't come back. Like really now, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean honestly, I don't think it's like uh, I don't think it's bad. Unlike um, the the main character's best friend James or whatever. Or oh, it was, like, the spiky someone... red hair. Someone poured like sriracha in his hair. Um, that, yeah, yeah. It was like I honestly think that like Abby's Abby's hairstyle. I I think it looks cool. I could see it still being used in today. You know, I I, think I don't. Really cool. I mean, it is very two thousands. You know, but it's certainly less um, offensive than <laughs> the red tipped hair. Yeah. Frosted. And I, oh, I guess that wouldn't be frosted. Well, tips. so um, it's like a like a extension of frosted tips so now instead of bright blonde it's like bright red which i think is fun i don't know it's a little punkier or it's frosted tips i guess like that's kind of beachy um kind of just like bro-y i guess it's a graduation of that but like um okay so main character alex i liked his style a lot he did a lot of big sprints like plaid pants with like those like adidas style jackets and like kind of like boots and he had like a very like a leather like kind of rock star style jacket um so i thought his style was cool what did you think puka shells too yeah yeah no i liked uh, i think his fashion was like pretty cool i think his like the very first one he wore was very like very californian you know mm-hmm, it was yeah. just a plain t-shirt with jeans and a couple bracelets on his arm you know? yeah yeah um, yeah that's something that i see just walking around down here in San Diego, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that sort of fashion has, has stood the test of time. Um, that was the one that stood out the, the most to me simply because yeah. it wasn't like, oh, wow, that 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 costume is so 2000s. It's like, yeah. no, no, I just see that yeah. just walking around um, yeah. as opposed to his, his friends. Um, yeah, his friends were a lot more out there. Uh, yeah. Like, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. There's like bold choices, bold mixed prints and patterns. I actually, I liked this fashion a lot. Like it's, it stands out more than the regular movie about regular life. Like this one, like, I think they really tried. And I think this was an eccentric time in fashion. So that kind of, I think that's part of it, but I don't know. They really tried to make it funky and eclectic. One last person to talk about Larry, the coin shop guy, his style was cool. It was very John Lennon. What did you think of his? Yeah, like, very John. He wore yeah. he wore a he was it a duster or a like? Ah, oh, was he like a like a shawl type of thing? Like the um the like the flat topped caps basically. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, like the um what's it called? What are the people uh who snap a lot during poetry? Um, called. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I was gonna um, say it's like it, it's beatnik. It's, it's a little beatniky. Yeah, so um, Larry was a cool dude. He had a cool way of dressing. Um, he did. Yeah, I liked his hat. I like. He had a lot of fun hats. There was a lot of fun hats in this yeah. movie. I don't know if I've talked yeah. to you about this before. What's your relationship with hats? Um, I, you know, I I've never really worn hats. Um, I don't think I've ever seen you in one. 
I I don't know. I I guess I'm just not a big fan of the way they make my head look. Um, <laughs> I know that probably sounds really dumb. No, but, I, that's, um, that's a good point. Um, I've come to appreciate them a little bit more though after yeah. getting sunburned on on the scalp, you know. Yes. So it's yes. like, ooh, maybe these things are a necessary evil. Yes. Um, so I mean, I can definitely appreciate the protection they offer. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds so ridiculous, but um, <laughs> protection from the sun, I should say. Um, yeah, yeah. So I can appreciate them, but I myself, I don't really, I don't, I, I don't really wear them. Um, I've seen you wear um a few. Hats. I wear a hat. I was not a hat person until my mom gave me like this, like really cute, kind of like straw, like English garden side type of hat, like with the black bow on it, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is actually really cute, and so. No, I, it's nice for when you're, you know, you didn't wash your hair and your, like, scalp is oily as fuck or, like, you don't want to do your hair. It's, it's just, like, it's a time saver, shades you. Another way to add color to your outfit, fun. I like hats. I think they're cool. Um, hats. I'm a pro hat person. Yeah. <laughs> I like hats, too. I just, uh, I wish I could rock them a little more. Uh, so, Yeah. I have, I, I, I have no beef with hats. No beef with hats. I remember asking you, because I have quite a few bucket hats, if you would wear one, if <laughs> I, I got you a black one, because that's Sean's favorite color to wear, um, that like had Sean stitched into it. I think you said maybe. If it was black, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever worn a bucket hat. Um, Not even when you're a baby? I don't... Uh, ooh... Wow, that's actually a really good point you bring up. Yeah, I think probably as a baby. Yeah. I think I've, have I worn, have I had photos? I can only assume so. I feel like every baby photo has at least one that has them wearing a bucket hat. That's a really good point you bring up, Jenna. Jenna. Fuck. It's okay. You can call me Jenna. <laughs> I have um, a good friend, Jenna. Our, yeah, from the uh, Jenny Project episode of this podcast. Yeah, Jenna, shout out. She is in the show that cons. Con. Why did I call you Con, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> it I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe I'm thinking of Sean Connery. I wonder if people call him Sean Con. Um, oh, okay. So, former podcast guest, Jenna, and current. Uh, current meaning the person on the podcast with me right now guest sean and another former guest two-timer robert are all on a show together right now and i'm gonna be seeing it in two days which will be the past by the time this comes out but you're having fun we had a whole conversation about that before we started this yeah (laughs) yeah yeah we talked for i think i think the time was 56 minutes 56 Um, yes 56 minutes but yeah we had a nice um had a nice long conversation so those uh those podcast buddies very talented very happy to be doing another show with them uh very cool people they are cool people that's why i had them on they are great if you're listening either of you i love you but anyway um so I guess that's kind of the fashion. I give it a thumbs up. Would you give it a thumbs up? I'd give it a thumbs up. Thank you. Definitely wasn't um, definitely wasn't offensive. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I guess we're kind of like wrapping up the episode. Um, Sean, is there any uh, things in your life that you want to plug? I don't know, maybe a book. Maybe a book. Uh. uh... Yeah, I, I feel like we had an entire conversation about this last time, yeah. Last but, uh, time we did, but it was not at the point where it's at now. 
Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about how, like, how weird it is to, like, sort of, like, advertise for yourself. Yeah, yeah, um, it is weird, yes. I, um, I've gotten used to it, but I hope everyone knows every time I do it, it's only because I spent a lot of time working on my stuff, so I want to promote it because I'm proud of it. But, yes, continue. Yeah, no, and I, th I think you should be proud of it, you know. Um, and I think just, like, be, be tasteful about the yes. way you, you promote yeah. you know like you can't keep shoving it down everybody's faces um because that's gonna that's gonna come off as very disingenuous but uh i wrote i wrote a book if y'all want to read it um it's it's dark fantasy it's called severed part one is out yeah! now parts two and three um are coming out soon um yeah you can uh, you can buy it on amazon uh we got we got ebooks and physical copies recently um so all very all very cool I will put a link to the Amazon um, you will? book in this episode description. I bought one. Thank I you. have it. I keep it with me in my car when oh. I have breaks at work. It is my new read. I am excited to finish it, and I will let you know my opinions. Thank you, Jana. Of course. I bought it as soon because I had the digital copy, but I was really excited for the physical one. It's just a lot easier to read than on my phone. So I'm excited Great. for you. Um, okay, and okay. is there, um, any, uh, other things you want to share with the world? Any messages? Y'all rock. Um, yeah. Pursue your hobbies. Don't worry about looking or being cool, you know? Yeah, Just if we learned do anything. Do what you love, so long as it doesn't hurt other people. Um, and you, you follow what you love, and you're passionate about what you do, and that's gonna make you cool. Well, uh, no, you're already cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Shit, I fucking botched that. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I... Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, do do what you want to do. Pursue your hobbies and your interests. Um, and don't don't worry about looking. Don't worry about looking cool. You know, just do what makes you happy. So long as it doesn't hurt other people. There we go. It, if two. there was an opposite message you want to send to the world, like a one, like the opposite of how you feel, like a terrible message to send to the world, what would it be? Let others define you. Yes. Yeah. Become oh, yeah. what they want you to be. And that will make you more popular and more likable. Yes. So that's what I'll leave you guys on today. Fuck. Oh. Let other people <laughs> define you. And have a shitty day. Just kidding. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Sean, for being on the show again. I had so much fun. And I like this movie better than the first one we did together. So I'm glad. Yeah, um, okay, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. And uh, join us next time when we watch a Disney Channel movie. Bye. Bye.